0: What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low, net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Yeah, buddy. What's up, Suns fans? It's Thursday. It's 7 o'clock Arizona time, which means it is time for the Suns Jam Session Podcast. Now, one of the new things that we're going to be doing here during the offseason, seeing as we go live on Sunday and we go live on Thursday, is we want to have some guests on, you know, jamming with different guests. So on our Thursday pods, most of the time, is when you're going to have the ability to come here, join us, and visit with different members of, you know, fellow Suns fans and members of the media to give kind of their thoughts on what's going on with the Suns. But the one guy who I cannot do this without is my buddy, Matthew. Sir Lissy, how are thee? I'm great, John. Good to be here,
1: man. Thursday night, right? <laughs> is that what tonight is? I don't this know anymore. Been a blur, but I'm happy to talk some sons tonight, dude.
0: Amen. Yeah, it's definitely, definitely been a blur. Uh, it just kind of every day rolls into another. You know how it is, especially out here in Phoenix when it's like 108 every day. It's just, yeah, ugh, just, trying just trying to get through the day. Yeah, to, just trying to get to some AC. You know what I'm saying? So. Mm-hmm. But without further ado, let's kick off this podcast. We thank everybody who's joining us. If you're hitting us up on YouTube, hit that thumbs up button, hit that subscribe button. And if you're listening to the podcast, please hit the subs- the subscribe button as well. And if uh, you're on Apple Podcasts, leave a five-star review. We dare you. Oh, we dare you. Leave a five-star review. You, you, you say something on there, we'll say it as long as it's appropriate. And I'll try to read it. <laughs> yeah. Matthew will be in charge of yes. reading all of the yeah. ads. And this is a reminder to everyone who is listening, if you go to shop... JustSports.com. Make sure you use the code SunsJam on checkout. You get fifteen percent off. Let them know that John and Matthew sent you. So, plenty to talk about on this one. We're going to have Flex from Jersey. Many of you probably know our buddy Flex. He's been with us uh, coming coming on and off the podcast for quite some time. Back to the CP3 news and recapping. You know, after the Clipper series, a bunch of stuff. So, we definitely have a lot to talk about with him to see how he's doing. Uh, but Matthew. I know you're not popping a beer, so I don't even know why I'm going to ask. Suns fans, drink them if you got them. I got another Phoenix Beer Company gold. Pop that bad boy. Oh, man. Sounds so crisp on a Thursday night. Sounds good. Sounds good. So let's kick off this edition of the Suns Jam Session Podcast, jamming with Flex from Jersey. Cheers. Yes, yes, yes. The season might be over, or the season is just beginning. I'll let you decide that. But we are, as always, super excited to welcome our buddy from the East Coast, Flex from Jersey. Welcome once again to the Suns Jam Session Podcast.
2: What's up, my brothers? Man, yo, I, I you know I love you guys, man. Um, been a long time, long time, man. Very, very excited as soon as y'all hit me up. I got giddy. I was on my little, uh, <laughs> I was on my little vacay away from Suns basketball. But uh, I can't say no to y'all, man. So I'm excited, man. Let's have some fun, man.
1: Yeah, thanks for being here. You can't stay away too long, right, from the sun right. <laughs>
2: can't Can't do it. Can't do it. I mean, it's hard. You, if you can get two weeks, you're lucky, man. <laughs> um, you know, I almost deleted Twitter. <laughs> um, almost, almost did it, man. I was trying to be nice, and there's some people in there that they they just don't stop, man. Oh, just dude, don't. Twitter, stop. man.
1: Do you read the comments though? Is that your? Thing? I, I mean, I guess you have to, right? But I, I always yeah, hear to stay away from the comments.
2: I try to, brother. I try to, but mm-hmm. some, you know, here's what I do. I'm be, I'm gonna be very honest, man. Um, I try to reply to anybody, anybody that asks me anything. I try my damnness to get back to them. I, I just, I just hate oh, okay. um not getting back to somebody. But trying to be too nice is like uh, it's it's a double it's it's a crazy thing on Twitter, man. Because um, once you open up that can of worms, you you let all the other stuff in. So trying to reply to everybody and get back to everybody is 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 cool. But um, sometimes you just get the other side of it, man. And I almost deleted it, guys. I was about to say, you know what? Damn Twitter. Um, but I I I I sat back and analyzed. Like, nah, listen, I'm not gonna let it get to me. stay away and. And that's it I've been I've been away for the most part but uh, I'm ready to go man this is we we 30 days away about roughly right 30 just days away just
0: around the corner already you know and that's that's kind of the uh the disadvantage of Twitter and I know from time to time I've had to take a hiatus not necessarily due to my interactions with people I mean you know God bless you Flex you've always been a great resource not only for us but for Sun's Twitter overall in making yourself available and answering those questions cuz you know, you you have information or you're you're privy to some information that people just want to know. But unfortunately, yes, I, you know, again, myself, I don't have that information, but just observing some of the interactions on Twitter sometimes makes me put the phone down and go, you know what, I'm going to live here in the moment instead <laughs> of on here in the moment because right. some people can just get nasty. You know, if you don't answer a question the way that they want to hear or in the, uh, the time frame that they expect, they can get pretty nasty with you pretty quick. So yeah. I definitely know why you've kind of taken that hiatus you know we're the sun's jam session so we never take a hiatus it's been we've been going since you know i think two days after the finals matthew and i were already having a podcast and you know we still go twice a week we're we're crazy people man
2: y'all are machines man y'all are (laughs) machines man hey i love y'all work too man i I know we don't get you know we don't get to conversate much but i love y'all work i love your drive i love your energy your passion and uh yeah man y'all bring it every damn night during the season and after the game, and so yeah, everybody want to know what's going on, man. They need to pop on with y'all because y'all don't stop. Man. I don't know what the hell y'all drinking, whatever y'all drinking and eating, keep doing it, man. Because y'all, oh, y'all killing it, man. <laughs>
1: well, it's <laughs> always beer, which makes me tired. So like, yeah. But yeah, I mean, it, I was talking to Flex before this started. I'm like, I kind of wanted a little bit of a break. I was trying to ask him maybe to ask my boss, John, if we can get a couple of weeks
2: off, too. <laughs> hey, John, can he get a break? Can he get a break before the season starts, not, man? Yeah, <laughs> we, all, we, we all
0: need a couple of weeks off, man. I tell you, it's uh, it just doesn't stop. And, you know, part of that's the fact that the Suns went all the way to the NBA Finals this year. So, yeah. you know, we could normally just have those quick little breaks where we're not necessarily talking about the Suns. We're doing a one-week pot or one, one pot a week kind of thing. But, you know God bless the suns because they took us all the way to that journey. You came all the way out to Arizona, which was fantastic. We got to meet you in person, which was amazing. And you know yeah. I got to ask you, you know, have you ever been out to Arizona in July before or was that your
2: first no, time? No. No, first time. First wasn't time. Wasn't that wasn't that fucking horrible? It was Man, so bro, hot, dude. Bro, I landed when I landed, it was like 111. It was it was like 111 degrees, bro. Um when I got to Sky Harbor and it was like I may, maybe yeah, maybe nine PM, <laughs> and, yeah. and I looked at my and I'm like it's 111 degrees at nine o'clock. What the hell is going on here? <laughs> so it, it was crazy, but I, yeah, I loved it, man. It was a great time, man. Uh, meeting you guys was awesome. I meet a lot of the the guys we interact with finally personally because we see each other on Zoom. We do these things, but it's nothing like physically, you know, getting up in front of somebody and 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 shaking hands and giving dap and stuff like that. So. Um. Yeah, man, it was a great time, man. Great time. Um, wouldn't change it for anything in the world. I mean, and the only thing I do have a regret is I kind of feel a little something internally, man. If I'm being truly transparent, the last time the Suns won was when I was in Phoenix, man. Yeah, that's so, correct. So, so yeah. you know, there's there's a part of me that is pissed off. I didn't get out there for Game Five. I kind of blame myself a little bit. No, I'm like, no. damn, man. If I'd have got out there, maybe. But uh, but it is what it is, man. Um, we'll get to that though. But you know, great season, a lot of fun, man.
1: Yeah, if he could have maybe just healed the injuries when he came out here, like Devin Booker and Chris Paul. After we found out after the series was over from Monty that they actually were nursing some injuries. So, so I, I, maybe you if know he what? Done that that would have been nice.
2: I, I tell you what's crazy, guys. You know, a lot of times we can't, um, there's just things, you know, I can't tweet or I can't talk about and stuff like that. Um, I knew about Book's situation at game two when I was there. It happened in game two. Mm-hmm. um and i i learned about it and obviously everybody wants you know we want to keep that stuff quiet and stuff um and uh there was some issues in milwaukee for game three and obviously he had the the tight hammy and uh he didn't perform well in game three and everybody was taking shots because they had no idea what was going on but yeah he, he had a hamstring issue and he had people around the clock working that thing and he came out and, and played great in game four but um you kind of, man, it is crazy because you kind of see the things happening behind the scenes a little bit. And uh I can't lie to you, man. After I, I'm sorry to be long-winded on this, man, but this oh, is you're fine. Uh, this is this was after game two. Um I remember having a one-on-one with uh someone close to the team and knowing some of this information. And um it just it, you know, it was just a feeling that I got like, okay, this thing's kind of run its course a little bit. I our luck is changing a little bit. I didn't feel good going into game three, knowing what we, what I knew. And then, uh, after game three, man, knowing that game four, I, I just, I, you know, I don't, during, during the conversations I was having, I was very open about, I was like, man, if, if, if they find a way to get game four, mm-hmm. um, we're, we're in trouble because we just, we just took a team that was buried alive and let them crawl out the coffin. You know what I mean? And, yep. um, it's, it's just one of those things. So, um, but well, again, we'll, we'll get into it, man. Uh, the NBA finals was great, man. Listen, uh, it, it's a great ride. They gave us a great season, a uh, hell of a lot to be proud of. And, uh, there's, there's just too many people that aren't uh, getting enough satisfaction at this run. Um, and that bothers me a little bit, you know what I mean? I don't know how y'all feel about it, but it bothers me that there's some people that are just not appreciating what they just saw enough. Um, and, and that's, that's shameful, man, because, um, yeah, they were close, and they didn't close the deal, but they did so much good for us this year, man. If you can't be happy about this, I don't I don't know why you're watching. Yeah, I think you've come to
0: the right place when it comes to optimism post-NBA finals for the Suns because I think good. that from the moment it ended, Matthew and I both were like, shit, that sucks, but, man, that was fun, you know? I mean, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's what it's about, yeah. you know? That game, too, was the apex of so much emotion for me personally, you know, seeing you hanging out with, you know, all the guys that we hang out with, you know, on these Zooms, like you said, and on these podcasts. We were all there chanting in the in the hallways. You know, we're at the NBA Finals. We go out, we win the game. It was just unbelievably fun. Uh, unfortunately, we lost the next four, and we didn't win the championship. But at the same time, like, you know, I always like to quote you when it comes to this. <laughs> you know, we, we skipped a step to get there. You know, That's we right. didn't – we were a team that wasn't in the playoffs the year before. We didn't go through that like, hey, we're out in the second round kind of struggle that you see like the Portland Trailblazers constantly deal with every year with Dame. We were in the NBA Finals. Does it suck that we lost? Yes. Uh, But we were there and it was fun. And the memories that we have, not only for us collectively, but for, you know, the young members of our fan base, you know, your kids, uh, our nieces and nephews, the people who are, you know, five, six, seven years old, and they got to see their parents get excited for it and experience what it was like for a Phoenix Suns team, not only to go to the playoffs and be successful, but to make it to an NBA finals, which, you know, takes me back to being, you know, like 10, 10 years old again. It's, it's the foundation of this, this fan base was fortified with this run. So I've been appreciative of it. I know Matthew has as well you know, was there any depression after the NBA finals or was it just, you know, like, yeah, that sucks, but I'm happy that we're there. Or I'm happy that we made it, you know, cause some people criticize that. They're like, I mm-hmm. don't want to be a,
2: a happy I made it there guy. And I can respect yeah. that. But at the same
0: time, like I'm happy we made it there. So I can't really, you know, debate that.
2: Not nah, bro. Listen, I, and, and I love that we're talking about this, man, because um I hadn't had a, a chance to talk about this since the finals. I've been just away and, and doing my thing, but so I'm glad you brought this up. Um, I get this all the time. People, people were calling me and saying, "Hey, are you okay? Are you I flex? Are I've you got depressed?" The same question
0: a lot. Like I'm like, good. yeah, I'm okay, man. <laughs> and I'm like,
2: I'm like, man, I'm I'm good, man. I'm okay, man. I'm I'm gonna tell you why to to answer your question. uh, Politically correct, you know, to be politically correct about the, the this answer I'm gonna give you. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna be very honest, John and Matt. Um, I didn't feel the the negative things that a lot of other people felt right after the loss. Um, yes. Listen, it hurt. Right. I, I, I was telling someone this the other day. I said, imagine, imagine if someone came to both of you and said, Hey, I'm going to send you on a dream vacation somewhere. You've been wanting to go your whole life, but you can only go for a day. And and the reason why I say a day is because I feel like this season was a breeze, man. I feel like this season just flew by. It feels like it all happened in 24 hours. It was so mm-hmm. quick. It was so unexpected. It was it was uh, uh it was just an incredible run, but um, to go back to what I'm saying, and this is the analogy I've used, I said, imagine I send you on a dream vacation. They fly you out there, best hotels, um, but you only get to go for 24 hours. Um, you go out to breakfast, and it's great. You go out to lunch, and it's amazing. You go out to dinner, and it's incredible, and then they give you dessert, and it sucks, right? Mm-hmm. D- does that, you know... <laughs> Are, are you going to sit here and say, yo, the whole vacation sucked because my dessert sucked? You're going to forget breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and the hotel, and the trip, mm-hmm. and the environment. And I feel like I hate to make the NBA championship feel like dessert. <laughs> but but what I'm saying is is dessert is what would have capped off the night perfectly, right? And and the championship trophy was was basically, that's, that's the analogy I'm trying to say, is we were two games away from capping off a perfect season. And it just didn't happen. And so you look back, you evaluate, and you say, man, we had a great first half. We had a great second half. Um, the playoff run was incredible. Um, they, we got we got a division championship. You know, we got a comp- – hey, guys, listen, I got a 23-year-old daughter and a 19-year-old son. If they, if any of them called me up and told me in the time span that the sons were in the bubble in the finals, that they mm-hmm. were getting married or something, I'd kill them.
1: I'd kill them. <laughs>
2: Right. I'd ring their necks. I'd be like, yo, that's way too quick. What are you talking about? Right. But this, that's reality. That's the Phoenix sun's reality. This happened too quick. We skipped many steps. And so when, when you do that, um, it creates this false reality of that, that people have now are now living in. Mm
0: -hmm. And I'm
2: saying guys, you know, enjoy the ride, enjoy the journey, embrace the struggle, embrace the beauty of it. Um, know that you got sus- sustained success with a team that's 25 and under, um, for the most part. Mm-hmm. And this is a team that's going to be here for a while, man. We're going to be knocking on the door for a while. So every team that's great had to go through something like this, ask the Milwaukee Bucks. They didn't just roll out of bed and get a championship. They had to go through these lumps and these heartbreaks. And yep. so I just feel like it's part for the course. And I, and I'm, I'm more excited and more enthusiastic and more energetic about this year um knowing the outcome of how things played out
1: dude you're so right and playing against the bucks and jan is taking the next step it's good to see that and i think that kind of eased the blow a little bit for a lot of us because i remember coming on the pod after and i was like i feel like i was the one that was really just like distraught and just like i couldn't believe it and i pop on the pod and you have Espo, Saul, dave king and uh john just sitting there like laughing and having a good time and i'm just like oh by flex, <laughs> we love well, it. We yeah. lost flex. But yeah, and then flex actually brought up a good point too, where he was just talking about next season being excited about it. Oh, here he comes back. All right, nice there you are, baby. I, I heard.
2: I was trying to. I was trying to. You, you, like, saying, <laughs> you were saying Espo and Saul. Come on, baby. I'm counting. Yeah. So when
1: when I came back on the pod, I was like, dude, this is gonna suck. I had to talk about this. And then they lifted me up. They were excited. They were like, this was a good year. They were very happy about it. And when you're going into next season. And if you're worried about maybe like you know just a a season that might be down in the dumps where these teams they can't rebound after that, the one guy you look forward to seeing is Devin Booker because you know that he's feeding off of this and you have him as a leader. So that's what makes me happy because I do think sometimes during the day I'm like, dude, we should have won the finals, man. We—that's what I think to myself. But then I think about Booker, I think about the improvement of all the young guys, and I'm like, that is such—that's something to be so excited about going into next year so next year it's super exciting the arena should be completely done right about almost 100 Mm percent um and i just the new jersey's already leaked we'll talk about that probably but everything just is pointing in the right direction i don't see any kind of letdown leading into next year
0: do you know why we were so positive matthew why it's called maturity we've been <laughs> i've been i've been kicked year and year and year in sport after sport after sport i've, I've learned how to become a gracious loser i think that's what it is uh, in all mm-hmm. honesty but you know if we, we could put a wrap on last season you know it's it was fantastic And now we look towards this upcoming season. I think everybody's excited. Obviously, the schedule was released recently. We saw that we're going to have 34 national games if you include the NBA TV games. The rest of the nation's going to kind of have more exposure to the Phoenix Suns. But the big uh, piece of news that broke right before we came on was the fact that Tyshawn Alexander was waived
2: today. Uh, Flex, give me your thoughts on that. Hey, man, you know what? Um, I kind of knew this was coming. Listen, Tyshawn didn't have a great summer league. No. Um, when they signed Alfred, the writings on the wall. Um, I think I, I know people like Ty, and I I like Tyshawn. He's a great kid. Okay, um, but I will say this: this is good for Tyshawn. It really is. Th- this is good for him. in 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 a, in a weird way, these things tend to work them work themselves out. Tyshawn's got talent. He's got to work on some things. But he just wasn't going to play here, guys. He just really wasn't going to play here. There's no way of cracking this code with the Phoenix Suns right now, um, and and you're seeing it with Jalen Smith. He got the 10th pick in the draft. He can't get minutes, and mm-hmm. and so you imagine Tyshon. So, I think he's got a bright future. I like his attitude. He works hard. Um, you know, I, I, know people that talk to him, that communicate with him, that tell me this kid is, is a really good kid, very humble, very down to elf, well, well, down to earth, well spoken. So, um, I just think, I just think it's run his course. Um, you know, I don't think, like I said, I don't think he did the best he can do at summer league. Um, and I, I, I think that's because I think he saw the writing on the wall and I think there were some other things behind the scenes going on, but a going to be okay. Somebody's going to scoop that kid up. And uh, he's going to get an opportunity. I wish him the best. But at the end of the day, I hear too many people complain about two-way contracts. I, I, I hear it. Like, they're like, oh, we're one of the 17s without any two-way contracts. And I'm like, I get it. Oh, we don't have a G League team. I get it. But I mean, we're past that, guys. We're trying to win championships, mm-hmm. man. Mm-hmm. If you're if you're gonna spend your time worrying about a two way contract, I'm worried about the two wins, not the two way. You know, two yes. more wins from a title, not not two way contracts. That's you know what I mean? So oh. but shout out to Tyshawn, man. I, I wish him the best. I think he'll land on his feet, he'll be okay. Matthew, what do you yeah. think about it?
1: um well it was kind of expected right when we talked about summer league when we half-assed watched it we even <laughs> said like Taishan might not even be on the suns next year like we admitted it right. we kind of saw it just right. like flex so i'm not you know the two-way and not too worried about it's fun in the past like Jalen lequeux you know what's he gonna do what's what's the future of this bright young guy but right now these guys that are just trying to find themselves and 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 God bless Tyshawn. It's so it's such a tough thing to see Alfred Payton be signed, and then you have to go out in the summer league and perform, and then you're not even starting in those games. So it must right. have been rough. It must have been rough for him, man. And it, it was just something we expected. But like you said, some other team's going to swoop him up. Some other team that needs someone to uh, be the two way guy and come in and be the point guard. Maybe something of a future. Who knows? But right mm-hmm. now, the Suns aren't looking that way, man.
0: Right. No. And you, and you look at last. It, it's interesting because you know again the the evils of twitter if you will you see a lot of people <laughs> frustrated with this move by the phoenix suns and i just don't get it it's, it's the same kind of frustration that during the season last season i would hear from people who were frustrated that sticks wasn't getting minutes i'm like do you want it to be in developmental mode or do you want to win games because <laughs> right you if if you're putting sticks in and developing him you're losing games and you know, you look at Tyshawn, and again, I think we all you know wish him well. Uh, he was a positive force on this team. You know, in the locker room, I think a lot of the guys liked him. I think he learned a lot from Chris Paul and Devin Booker in his time here. Uh, yeah. But do you guys, do you guys know how many points he scored in the regular season with the Phoenix Suns last year?
2: Nine. Sean yeah, yeah, nine
0: points. I mean, like you know, I mean, it's not like we're losing it's a 2 <laughs> player. You know, this is this isn't right. like Cam Johnson walking away. So everyone just you know right. settle down. It's okay. We don't need this, you know, as Flex mentioned, we don't need the two-way contracts. We're not a team in developmental mode right now. We're not the Pistons. We're not the Magic. We're the Phoenix right. Suns, the Western Conference champions, and we do have an open roster spot right now, but we don't need those two-way contracts to fill anything on the back end because, again, those guys aren't going to see the floor. You know, what right. the Suns are looking to do are add, is add effective depth, and that's the key. Is not guys who are just fillers. It's effective depth on this team. So, Absolutely. you know, again... You know, talking about additions, what what are your thoughts on Landry Shaman and JaVale McGee joining the Phoenix
2: Suns? Love, love it, brother. Love it. Love it. Listen, man. Here's another thing I have a problem with people on Twitter and in general. Okay,
1: mm-hmm.
2: the the off season started in August, and we're still in August. Like this misconception that the off is over. I just don't get it, man. So it's not over. Everybody listen to me. Listen to what I'm telling y'all. It's not over. It's, it's nowhere near over. Okay. Um, and to answer your question, man, Landry Shamit. Now I'm a New York guy, right? I'm a New yes. York, New Jersey guy. So I watched a lot of Landry when he was with Philly. I watched a lot of him with, with Brooklyn. Um, there's an extreme exaggeration, a lot of hyperbole going on about his bad defense. Um, you know, it's funny. how Again, it's funny how this media thing works. One person gets on and says Landry Shaman sucks at defense. And then everybody jumps on board who never watched Landry Shaman play defense. And they say, oh, Landry Shaman can't play defense. No, the guy's got a good IQ. He's a good team defender. He's not a great defender, but he's not atrocious and he's not going to kill you. OK, um, with that said, the guy's a 20 minute a game NBA pro who's going to give you 10 points every night and is going to shoot 40% on high volume from three. Okay. When I say high volume, five, six, seven, threes a game. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what he does. He is the best. And I'm, I'm, I'm going I'm to say this emphatically. He is the best and the only true two guard behind Devin Booker that he's ever had. Book has never had a real two guard behind him. Fact. Okay. We've had a whole bunch of combo guards and point guards trying to play two. no Landry Shaman is a legit two um who can back up book and I love him I love the addition I think people are going to absolutely fall in love with Landry Shammond 20 games into the season and they're gonna there's gonna be a lot of people that are gonna be eating crow um you know, talking about how do you give up the 29th pick and, and Javon Carter and all that stuff. Landry Shamit is going to be phenomenal for this basketball team. And then Javel, another one I absolutely love, man. This is a guy that, again, he's a 15 minute guy who's going to give you eight and six or seven every night. Um, play good defense. He's a championship guy. He's got good pedigree. He's building a reputation for being one of the better winners in the NBA right now. I mean, he's got three out of four championships. He's got a gold medal. Um, he's just a good locker room guy. I know he's got a good relationship with Devin Booker that that relationship has built uh, while they were in Tokyo. Um, I, I know him and CP have talked. So um, I love I love JaVale behind a uh, DA. I love Landry. I Actually, listen, I'm gonna tell you all something. I'm I'm happy about Alfred Payton.
1: Yeah. I really am. I really am.
2: I'm, I'm excited about Alfred I, again. Another New York guy that I watch constantly. He played 63 games, started every one of them. Um, there's a, again a misconception that people in New York hated him. That's a bunch of BS. I was I was out here watching. I mean, he was he he, he for my money, he played fantastic this year for what the Knicks, Knicks wanted. Uh, top four in the East. Did his job. Started every game he played in. And uh, it's just going to come here. And uh, the caveat here is, you know, CP is going to rest a little bit more this year, so you're going to see a lot more of Alfred Payton. So I, I love the additions. I'm I'm in the crowd that says we got better guys. <laughs> yeah. We we just went to the finals and got better.
0: So question on Alfred Payton because you're out there around the New York media. Was it yep. that the Knicks fans wanted Derrick Rose to start more than yes. Alfred Payton, therefore they were overly critical of him?
2: That's what it was. Okay the 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 nick fan base fell in love with derrick rose and rightfully so i'm a big Mm -hmm. derrick rose fan i love derrick rose and and i i'm gonna be honest i thought derrick rose should have been starting um that's a fact so the fan base kind of turned on Alfred a little bit because of the whole derrick rose thing but um that's that doesn't that doesn't take away from the fact that Alfred was a big part of that team i mean that team was fourth in the East and had home court in the first round. And he was their starting point guard all year. Like, yeah. let's not over – listen, if it walks like a duck, it quacks like a duck, damn it, it's a duck. Don't call it something else. If you're a successful basketball team, you guys know what it's like to have Isaiah Kane and running at, at point guard. Right. You you know, I, I, am I, I'm being I'm being 100. But you, you guys know what it's like to have. Yes, a, don't remind us. <laughs> you guys know what it's like to have guys that aren't capable of being a point guard running point guard. When you got a point guard who starts 63 games and you end up top four in your conference. I don't care how you slice it up. That guy's doing his job. You know what I'm saying? He's doing his job. So I think he got a lot. He got a bad rap. But I tell you what we're gonna we're gonna love him in phoenix again and if if you like etuan more and you like langston galloway um guess what guys alfred payton career-wise has outplayed every one of those guys and we fell in love with langston and etuan in certain times of the the season last year right Mm -hmm. um so let give alfred a shot alfred's gonna come in he's gonna be a good soldier and uh, he'll just give us tremendous depth and give us the ability to sit CP when uh, on back to backs and and save him for the playoffs. So I think it's a brilliant move, fantastic move.
1: Yeah, it's crazy. He went from uh, third string, or I'm sorry, first a starter with the Knicks, and third string. But he was just our starter just a few years ago, you know. Right. So it is crazy. You have him come in. You were talking about Shamit's defense. I can care less about you know these players coming in. I mean, even look at the Brooklyn Nets like they were the best squad and people were like, no, they're not going to win because of their defense, but they started playing defense when it matters. So when Shammick comes in here, if he can't play defense or whatever, he'll learn how to play behind Deandre Aiden, Mikael Bridges, even Devin Booker right. stepped it up and Chris Paul. Like he's going to have to play defense. So he has no choice. He'll improve right. that way. So I like how you brought that up. Cause that's usually, I don't ever look at that. Now that I know the Suns are a good defensive team, whoever they add to their squad, I feel like can just go up another notch. Even if they're not the best offensive player, they're going to have to give an effort out there. So correct, I, that's, that's hilarious that some people think that. <laughs> well, and yeah. also,
0: you know, you look at during the regular season, you don't necessarily need your second team unit to come in and just be locked down defenders. You know, I mean, we've had Cameron yeah. Payne, we've had Javon Carter, we've had the guys who come in and provide that intensity, which is nice, not necessarily sustainable over, a long period of time, you know, during that long season. But if you have a guy who can come in and put up points in Devin Booker's absence, you know, while he's on the bench, getting that rest in, and you have a guy who can have that sustained scoring. And Matthew, I know has heard me say this over and over again throughout the years that the challenge that I've always had with the Suns is when Devin Booker leaves the court, you don't have that fireball thrower, You're, you know, the flame thrower, yeah. the guy who can consistently yeah. get you that point. You know, yeah. Langston can, could get it every now and then each uh, one more to get enough, enough chance to, you know, Cameron Payne, we saw fill that role a little bit, you know right. but if you have Landry Shamit coming in and scoring 10 points a night with Dem Booker sitting on the bench, that's what I want him for. I don't need right. him to be out there winning, you know, the defensive player of the year. So, <laughs> and again, to your, to both of your points, like he still can play defense. So I think I'm, you know, I, I'm in love with, you know, as you mentioned, Flex, we're, we're a team that just went to the NBA finals and we got better. You look at every little position and we increased our, our, you know, our, our rating, if you will, our 2k rating in those areas, right. you know, yeah we're gonna miss langston and etwan more you know they're great locker room guys they're great guys but you know bringing in alfred payton and, and landry Shamit to back up cp3 and devin booker it's just like yeah upgraded easily that's like that's an upgrade like i don't even know how that's an argument
2: upgrade i mean i i, I don't know how people don't see it i mean listen you return all five starters you return your first two bench guys in Payne and cam johnson um, and then you add Landry Shammond as possibly your eighth guy. Mm-hmm. Now here's the thing I'm going to say about Landry Shammond. Again, I watch a lot of tape on this kid and I'm a fan of him because I watched him out here on the East coast. The gravity that you get when you watch Cam Johnson on the court, you get that same gravity when Landry Shammott's on the court. He's just a smaller version. Mm-hmm. Okay. But, but Landry can let it go, man. I mean, Land- listen, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to say this on a jam session right now. Mark my words, guys. This is a high take right here. Okay. Landry Shammett is going to have multiple 30-point games for the Suns Ooh. this year. Okay, multiple. All right. I'm going to snip, snip this, this clip. Write that <laughs> down. Land, Landry Sch- Landry Shammett will come in, get hot, and, and, and go on a run, and he'll have multiple 30-point games for the Suns this year. And everybody's going to say, oh, wow, Landry Shammett Sch- Landry can play. Yeah, we, we've been telling you for a while to kick and play. Um, he's going to be a fantastic backup for book. Monty loves him by the way. You know, Mm -hmm. when he coached him in Philly, he loved him. I think there's a quote out there that Monty said, if there's somebody I want to marry my daughter, I want it to be Landry Shaman. So, I mean, um, you you know, those are the type of things that, uh, build championships. And then the last thing I'll say on this is, you know, we're already bringing back, uh, 80% of the team from last year. Okay. Um, and it's, you know, they're hungry, they're ready. There's going to be no new, you know, the coaching then didn't, didn't change. The game plan didn't change. The playbook didn't change. There's continuity, this chemistry. But then you add in some fresh blood um, with a Landry Shaman, with a JaVel McGee, with an Alfred Payton, with a question mark, question mark, because we're going to get into that. But did, we're not done, guys. And, <laughs> and I, I wish I can be a little bit more upfront about this um but you know i'm, I'm respectful of my sources and my context but we are not done and i can tiptoe around this if if you guys want <laughs> but we're not done brother and and the, the, the people that could be coming in um could significantly uh be could be significantly better than the guys that we're currently talking about <laughs> so yeah uh let's just say that man we're, we we got a we got a we got a good thing going man we got a good thing going
0: Okay, well, let's let's tiptoe around that by <laughs> by bringing up summer league and sticks because he potentially could be part of a deal that I don't know if it's out there. But you know, give me your thoughts on the summer league and Jalen Smith. Uh, do you think that he's going to be he'll progress his career as a member of the Phoenix Suns or used as a trade piece? Is that tiptoeing enough?
2: <laughs> All right, so <laughs> man, how can I how can I say? It? Let, let, I'm I'm going to be very honest here. Just let right? it flow. I'm I'm going to let it flow here. Okay. Um, before summer league, I can I can confirm before summer league that uh, the Suns were in in depth conversations that were around Jalen Smith to acquire Thaddeus Young. Okay? okay, this is this is before summer league. Okay, mm-hmm. and um, there was a you know there was a, a actual process that needed to happen. Both teams wanted it to happen. And Jalen passed with flying colors. Okay. So, so now, so, so that changes the negotiation a little bit. Um, I think that the chances of Jalen hanging around increased because of his performance at Summer League. And so now there are ult- alternate routes in which the Suns could be trying to get Thaddeus Young. Um, But I will say Thaddeus Young is a guy that I reported on Twitter about three weeks ago, and I'm going to stick to it. I'm going to tell you this emphatically. This isn't a rumor. This isn't Hoops hype. This is is directly from people that I trust and I know that are in the the know that tell me the Suns are indeed um, trying to acquire, acquire Thaddeus Young. Thaddeus Young is interested in being a Phoenix Sun. And the San Antonio Spurs right now understand that they have an asset that's going to expire. And the the real negotiation right now is the Suns kind of playing uh, – the, the Suns are playing chess, and I'll tell you why. The Suns are now evaluating, do we call their bluff and make a trade mm-hmm. or do we wait for them to just buy him out? Okay? because. Yeah. One or the other's gonna happen, okay? And so um, there's a reason why the Suns still have half of the mid-level. There's a reason why. Um, let me. Can I say something else real quick? Let me please, just say yeah, something please else. Please, go, okay. dude. So yeah. last year, last year the Suns learned some things um, at the trade deadline last year. You know the three hot names last year at the trade deadline after buyouts were uh, Drummond, Blake Griffin, and Aldridge, right? Mm -hmm. And here's what the Suns learned about those three scenarios. Um, If you got more money than everybody, you got an advantage. That's number one. And if you're a contender, um, they want that, too. And what the Suns are realizing right now is, hey, we've got the best of both worlds. We're we're a contender. We proved that we can get there. And by the way, we got more money. (laughs) Mm-hmm. So, so, so I, I will say this: expect the sons to possibly acquire another piece via trade. And if it were to happen, it will be Jalen Smith and another player. Mm-hmm. I, I hate just throwing names out there guys, because mm-hmm. I, I respect these players and I don't, I don't like. Throwing names out there, but so I'm gonna. I'm just we're just gonna call them players, okay? Just, just blink twice if it's Frank Kaminsky. <laughs> no, it's <not. laughs> but, 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 but so I, I expect the Suns are gonna possibly add another player via trade, and I also think they'll add another player, uh, in a buyout situation. So this team will get significantly better, um, in due time. In due well, very time. cool,
1: dude. Honestly, if Jalen Smith is traded. Can we just say right now on Twitter, is it gonna be okay? Is everyone gonna be all right <laughs> if he leaves the Suns? I know there's some kind of potential there, but come mm-hmm. on, the bigger picture is a championship. So yes. right Tyshawn just got released and everyone's freaking out. So I can just imagine mm-hmm. what's gonna happen if Jalen Smith does get traded and he leaves the Suns for a better piece. I just I just wanna know. I just you know, just out there, just be calm. It's gonna be okay. Right. Because honestly, by by now, we can trust the sun's organization. So I don't yeah. know what you guys are seeing on Twitter because I stay away from it as much as possible. But <laughs> if it is that negative, it's like just chill out, dude. I trust anything they are doing right now. And right now, basically, the last few seasons, I always think like this is like a hut they're trying to build in the middle of the rainforest. To any kind of storm that comes, they're trying to build out of different kinds. Of- <laughs> I just made this up right now. This as is really, like naked and afraid. I don't yeah. even always say this show. ever. Yeah, <laughs> you try to build your hut so then you can actually, you know, maintain a living environment, something that you can live in and feed in and breast in. And I think they just keep trying to find different things to build their hut with. And was that a good analogy or no? Yeah, yeah it's a great analogy. As, yeah. it's great you know, analogy. They're, it's great they're, analogy. Yeah, they're, 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 they're trying to weather kind of the sticks.
0: storm, right? Don't say sticks. Don't say sticks. when We're talking about Jalen Smith. (laughs) Ah, Come on. No, I get what you're saying, though. You know, the the, the whole goal of of building a roster is just that is to to build something that weathers a storm. So if anything happens, you'll still have the opportunity to be successful. You know, I think that if Jalen Smith does get moved and we get Thaddeus Young back in any way, shape or form, I think that you will there'll be dancing in the streets until everyone realizes it's still 108 out here in August and they're going to come right back inside. Cause it's too damn hot to do anything right now. It hasn't cooled down since you left flex. Uh, but I think that that's interesting. You know, I think that now, uh, who just asked that in the chat, somebody asked in the chat, are we talking, um, trade deadline here? It's a uh, Jones and since 80, are we talking before the season or before the trade deadline? What are you thinking there?
2: For yeah. Us? So, so I, I'm going to be very honest. Um, I, I think the Suns are playing a long game here. So I think a lot of what I'm talking about is gonna happen either in season or right mm-hmm. before the trade deadline. I just don't think San Antonio is ready to uh they're gonna milk this. Okay. Of they're course, trying to. Course. They had they have a $14 million expiring contract that they're trying to scour around the league and figure out what to do with. Okay. Um, but what they're realizing is everybody knows what's going on. And I'm gonna tell you another thing behind the scenes without saying too much, is um when NBA players make it clear what they want, that's that that that, that scares teams away. And yes. I've been I've been told that Thaddeus Young has made it clear that he wants a specific situation. Mm. And without saying too much, the specific situation um is very uh, <laughs> purple and orange. Ve- yes, very purple <laughs> and orange. Yes. So so I mean, um, everything is in is pointing in the right direction so i think it it could be later on now it could happen before um it all has to do with what san antonio has realized and have they come to the reality that they're not going to get um jason tatum for thaddeus young you know what i mean (laughs) like i'm super hyperbole but you know what i mean they're trying to max it out but um yeah man um it's it's and and let me say this guys um Thaddeus Young has been somebody the Suns have had uh, interest in for a while, so this isn't something new. This isn't something uh, that's out of left field. Um, they've been trying to do this for a little bit. I will say this too, guys. I I I, I don't know. I want I want to know what you guys think. Jalen Smith, man, I I like the kid. I like Jalen Smith. I thought I think he, he did his job in summer league. If I'd have told you before summer league, hey, Jalen Smith is gonna average 16 and 13 and make first team all rookie. Um, y'all all took that, right? We'd have been like, oh man, Jalen Smith, yep. let's go. You know, I, I'ma throw a comparison out there. Um, and I'm gonna see if you guys like this comparison. But um, there's another guy in the NBA that's really hot right now, that's got a really hot name. Um, And he's, he's earned it. He's, he's actually playing phenomenal basketball. He happens to be 6'10, just like sticks. He happens to weigh exactly 215, just like sticks. Okay. Um, But he also happened to bounce around five different teams in five, five years. Okay. And it took a while for the light bulb to go off. So he went, he was on five teams in five years. He's 6'10. He's 215. Um, and he's a damn good basketball player right now. And he's got a lot of the same attributes that sticks has maybe a little bit more aggression, but I think sticks has some of that. He's just, he just hasn't showed it yet. Um, I think sticks could end up being that type of basketball player. I just don't know that we got the patience and the time to wait five years. And the play I'm talking about is Christian Woods. Okay. Oh yeah. Chris, yeah. Chris Christian Woods was a guy that was in Phoenix summer league and we cut him. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, 6'10", 215, lanky guy, could shoot the three ball, could put the ball on the ground, um, and it took some time for everything to 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 sync up between the ears. But now he's got himself uh, – he's got a good thing going for himself. So I think Sticks has potential. I just don't think that we got the time to wait around. And if we can get a Thaddeus Young, a Larry Nance Jr., you know, stuff like that, um, you got to look into it. You got to do it. Well, yeah, you root for these agrees. guys too, dude. Go ahead, John.
1: No, go ahead. I was gonna say you root for these guys, just like when Kelly and uh Ricky Rubio left. We still root for those players. I mean Correct. Jalen Smith for him to leave the Suns doesn't mean like we have to like cast a spell on this dude just because he left the suns like we're gonna root for him wherever he goes we hope he right. goes into a player like christian woods someone that's gonna get paid down the line maybe it comes back to the suns who knows but yeah just the timing does not fit right now so right i i'm totally i totally agree and i everything you're saying right now is making me very very happy and i'm just glad you're on the pod <laughs> talking Suns. this is the best dude. i love yeah this. this is what it's about <laughs> that's what it's about man
0: now i think with sticks you know especially you got to look at it from San Antonio's perspective. Okay. They they have an asset that's worth $14 million. They're not just going to be like, okay, buy him out, let him go to Phoenix because that's what right. he wants to do. Of course, they're going to try to garner an asset or two from that. Imagine if we had the same situation. Oh, Kelly Oubre, great example. Kelly Oubre's contract was a little bit more, but imagine if Kelly Oubre wanted to go play for the Atlanta Hawks when we had him. <laughs> right. And, you know, it's like, well, we're not, we're, well, I'm not just going to give you Kelly Oubre because his eight next year you know right. it's 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 a big contract so i'm going to try to turn that contract maybe into a draft pick and a player or two you know mid-level players what have you to try to garner some semblance of an a, uh, of an asset now that being said knowing that the suns have all the way up until the trade deadline to make this happen this Correct. also buys some time for sticks so this isn't like a rest in peace sticks you are traded you're no longer on this team you, he performed fantastically in summer league. I really liked what I saw. There's still some things that I saw that I you know he definitely needs improvement, but of course he's a second year player who didn't get a ton of playing time in his rookie season. So there's going to be things that we notice especially coming from a big man who you know, he just doesn't execute them well enough. And to your point, Flex, you know if it's a Christian Wood type skill set potentially that he might possess, maybe we'll see something if he gets an opportunity to get some minutes in the first half of this season that it, it's like you know what we don't need that young. We've got right. something right here that's not only special, but you know, maybe something that's going to allow this team to progress even further, and and not just this season, but moving forward. You know, a long term asset. So, you know, again, everything is kind of in the Suns' favor right now. You know, I, again, I everyone's beating that drum for for Thad Young. You know, patience comes to those who wait. Is something my dad used to always say, which means patient
2: people are patient. I w- I wish you were. I wish you were running the sun's twitter man i mean dude <laughs> i mean what you just said in like that 30 seconds um man bro i've been i've been trying to get that into people's heads i'm like guys understand patience i keep saying patience mm-hmm. and um it's actually in the sun's best interest to wait wait this yes. out wait this out yeah. let sticks hey you might come in and you might find out that sticks is 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 improving by the day, and then, like you said, not only do you say we don't need Thaddeus Young, but I tell you what happened in summer league, okay? And I and I'm gonna tell you this directly from a source uh, close to the Suns and within the league who told me. He said uh, before summer league, uh, Sticks had no he, he he had no value. He just had didn't have any value. He's like summer league happened, and now the phone's ringing again. So this is all good stuff for the sons and the sons are not stupid. James Jones is very smart. He's going to sit here. He's going to take his time. He's going to be patient. And if Sticks shows us something sticks going to stick around. And if if sticks doesn't, um, then we can pull the trigger and guess what? Maybe sticks outperforms everything. And now all of a sudden your, your, your opportunities grow. Right. Maybe it's maybe maybe you get a chance to acquire something significantly better than a Thad Young. Um, because there are people out there, Jeremy Grant, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I'm just I'm just throwing mm-hmm. guys, I'm just saying understand, understand they're playing chess, not checkers. And uh I, I think we're in a really good spot if we just stay patient and wait. So I know it's a microwave mentality. I know everybody wants everything right now. Like I, I know people on some Twitter that if we right now, right now, if my phone ran right now and said flex, we just got Thaddeus Young, right? And we announced it right now on the show, there'll be somebody in the comments that'll say, Oh, we got Thaddeus next. What's next?
0: What's next? Like, yeah. Like, yeah, like, like, it's like
2: always what's next, dude. What what's next? Like, forget yeah. that. What's next? So that's the that's the thing we got to calm down with, man. Um, let's stop living in a microwave, put the turkey in the oven, let us take his time, yeah, because you'll you'll enjoy it a lot more, believe me. Yeah. yeah. And the the no value
1: thing too before Summer League is so true, and then you're like well, if Sticks thinks he might be traded, why would he want to play so hard? Well, he's fighting for another team maybe to give him minutes, give him the opportunity to really prove something. So it both ways it works for both situations because you might be like, oh, poor Sticks. He played so good in Summer League. We're just going to trade him. It's like, dude, he has his future he has to worry about. He can't right. worry about what the Suns are trying to do right now to win a championship because he knows he might need some more development. So he might want to go somewhere else so he can at least get 20 plus minutes somewhere to work on his game because trial by fire, dude, you don't know how good this guy Gonna be until he is actually in the league playing some good minutes. So yes. you know, and if if it goes that way, then it, and then it does, dude. There's nothing to worry about feeling sorry for any any side of this.
2: Right, right. I couldn't agree more. You nailed it, brother. Sticks Sticks was auditioning. He knew it too. Sticks' mm-hmm. his agent. They they know what's going on, man. So he went out there in summer league, and he was doing two things. He was saying, "Hey, Phoenix, this is what I can be with Dario out. uh Trust me." But if, if I know you're going to shot me, um, then I'm going to let the rest of the league know that I can command 20, 25 minutes a game. So so a win-win for everybody, man. I don't think anybody should be feeling st- sorry for Sticks. He's going to be all right.
0: No, so, I mean, obviously he's going to be on this roster moving forward, which still has that open last spot. And do you have any speculation on what you think the Suns are going to do with that final roster spot? You know, again, I'm not, in the, I'm not rushing it. You know, I think that James Jones has the luxury to wait and fill it with the right mm-hmm. piece. Is there mm-hmm. anybody out there that you think would be a good fit, or you know, to fill that mid-level exception? Or are the Suns just going to try to you know get a veteran minimum guy and then play the long yeah. game with with for Thad Young potentially?
2: I, I this is what I think, guys. Um, first and first, I don't think they're going to use the mid-level at all. I okay. think the mid-level is going to be saved because. Oh, man, how do I say this? <laughs> Yo, they there are people of interest that uh, we're already uh, talking to that we know will be bought out. Um, mm-hmm. And everyone everyone knows about it, at, at least the people in the circle. And so the sons want to be that team that says we can give you more than anyone. Don't even think about going there. Right. Don't, so so that's that's what the mid level's for the mid level is to get that prime time guy that no one knew would be bought out. And I'm going to throw a name at you. all OK, and this is not a guy that's going to play for the Suns. This is a scenario that I've heard that is similar that could happen that came out of left field. No one expected Kemba Walker to be bought out. Mm-hmm. No one. OK, he was bought out and he signed with the Knicks at eight million a year. OK, so now the 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 reality is there is going to be a Kemba Walker type situation at the deadline. Someone that you have no idea is going to get bought out and the Suns want to be the team knocking on the door saying, hey, I can give you more money. I can give you a winning situation and I can give you playing time. And and that's the recipe to success. And that's what they they, they miscalculated this year. And they learn their lessons. And so I think they're going to keep the mid-level. That's number one. I think they'll keep a roster spot open so that if that happens, they can make that happen quickly. And I do think the Thaddeus Young situation, if it happens before the year, is probably going to be Dario and Jalen for Thaddeus, which is still a two-for-one which yep. keeps that roster that spot, open. spot right. open. Exactly. So, so, can, so that's you what I go think is going to happen.
0: You can tell me right now. It's Mo Bamba, isn't it? Like Mo <laughs> gonna be out, and he's going to be a member of the Phoenix Suns. I knew it. I knew Mo Bamba. Well, at the University Mo of Texas. Ba- Dude, the one
1: guy I'm thinking of, though, it's probably too much money. Brandon Ingram. But there's something I saw about him two mm. weeks ago. That, something that Suns related where Suns were interested, something like that. And this is a guy I've always wanted the Suns to get. whether or not, if I got shot down, I don't care. I just want yeah. Brandon Ingram. So, are we getting Brandon Ingram? What's going no, on? No, no, no.
2: So, so here's the thing, guy. Here's, here's the thing, guy. No, we're not. We're not getting Brandon Ingram, yeah, and we're not getting Brandon. We're not getting Brandon not because we don't. It's not because we don't like Brandon Ingram. It's because we love who we already have. Yeah. Okay. Um, we just we just love what we got right now. Yes. Um, and and so, what I will say is this: when I have conversations with my people um, connected with the Suns continuity man continuity chemistry and trust is what they're believing in they're buying into that they're buying into the fact that uh they believe in chris paul now they know chris paul can do it he's done it he can take us to the promised land so we know we can do that um they believe in Devin booker as a megastar superstar 24 year old that's going to be an mvp candidate real soon they believe DeAndre and if he's not already is a top five center in the NBA and is and, and is and is getting closer to top three. OK, two way. Um, they believe Mikael Bridges is a top five, two way, three and D guy. You know what I mean? They believe Cam Johnson uh, is is probably a, a, a top three to five, three point shooter off the bench in the entire NBA. And he could start for twenty five other teams. So there's just a lot of faith in what we got going on. And so I, I don't think any of that other stuff is going to happen. I think if you see anything, it's going to be trimming around the edges to complement the growth of these young guys. And I think we'll play it pretty straight this year, Matt. And then I think if you don't do it this year, then we'll get back to the drawing board and, and see what needs to get done. But um, I, I think they they absolutely love what they got going on. And and I do too, man. I, we're yes. running it back, brother. Mm-hmm. I see y'all in Phoenix. Yeah, I see y'all in Phoenix for, for the next <laughs> finals, brother. <And> hey, <laughs> oh, I, I had a, dr- I, I had a dream that DeAndre and blocked a shot to win a championship. I said that on Twitter. I said that on Twitter a while ago. I had a dream that DeAndre and had a game winning block versus the Milwaukee Bucks to win a championship. And this was when we won the first round versus the Lakers. Obviously, it didn't happen. So, what does that mean? That means we're playing them next year. <laughs>
1: there, you go, yeah. there you go.
2: Well, it happened in reverse,
1: kind of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. But, it happened yeah. in yeah. I, I had people <laughs> yeah. say that. that wasn't I, wish I, had, game, I wish I had. I wish I had dreams
0: like
1: that. That's, that's a
0: great. Right, Matthew's right. dreaming about huts in the middle of the jungle that we're building or yeah, something. So. Yep. <laughs> many,
2: naked and afraid. You must watch a lot of Naked <laughs> yeah. and Afraid, brother. Yeah, he he, he,
0: he yeah. loves naked butts. Um. So. Yep. You know, we did reach out to some of the Jamsters beforehand, see if they had any questions to ask on the show. So this reminder to everybody, make sure you follow the show at Suns Jam on Twitter, because when we post uh, like, hey, we're doing the podcast, if you want to have a question, we'll we'll bring it up. And right here we have from Isaac Standage, who's at AfterTiger25 on Twitter. He says, how would you guys feel about Kevin Love coming over after a buyout with the rest of the mid-level exception, that final rest- roster spot? Uh, sorry if you already discussed this. I'm a little behind on things, as a lot of people are right now. So, you know, you've kind of talked about how the Suns potentially wouldn't use that mid-level exception until the, until, you know, the trade deadline or until the buyout market happens. Could Kevin Love be one of those players who could potentially join the Phoenix Suns after being bought out by the Cleveland Cavaliers? Yes. <laughs> there <you> yes.
2: Go. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Absolutely. That makes uh... you happy, right, Matthew? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I wanted
1: him. If he's coming in yeah. cheap. Yes, yeah. absolutely, dude. Kevin, I think he can bring a little bit more than what we think.
2: Yes. Um, I see somebody just said 2-0. Guys, uh, Kevin Doesn't Love matter. has Kevin Doesn't. Love has a lot in the tank, man. Yeah, he does. And and we're not asking him to be Superman. We're not asking him to be uh, you know, 30 and 20, Kevin Love. We're asking him to come in and play 10 to 15 minutes, stretch the floor, rebound, and be a good soldier. And he can do that. So, yes, yes, I'm gonna I'm gonna emphatically say yes kevin love is a guy of interest kevin love is a guy that could come over um and kevin love is a guy that could come over with someone else
0: so yeah and, and, and you know what he turns 33 in a few days so it's not like he's ancient he's yeah, somebody man. who who has had he has you know? his
2: 33 too yeah. yeah
0: exactly you know so it's like and, and you got to realize he has he's been in a bad situation for um quite some time now and i think that You know, again, like, you know, JJM just says in in the chat, you know, Wall. I'm going to throw names like John Wall. When when you talk about these guys who are going to be bought out and joining this team, they're not going to come in to become starters. You know, John Wall, if he gets bought out, which won't happen, isn't going to come to a team and be like, okay, I'm going to be your 14th guy, you know, 13th, 14th guy on the bench. Whereas Kevin Love would accept a role like that. Thaddeus Young would accept a role like that. Like, that's what we have to look at, at this, uh, you know, when we look at this team, you know, even as, as Matthew mentioned, you're Brandon Ingram. Brandon Ingram, br- him, bringing him in would be nice, of course, but you were displacing the identity of this team in doing so. We yeah. need. To, we're, we're focusing on the last five players on this roster, not the top five. So we got to right. find these assets that are going to be complementary players that are going to be additional sticks in the hut that Matthews building in the jungle to weather the storm to ensure that we stay strong when that hurricane comes through. Right. You know, that that yeah. that's that's what this is.
2: Right. Yeah. And you can't and,
1: spell you can't spell the Lakers without too old too. So I don't want to <laughs> see too old. With <laughs> in the sun, dude, yeah. Whatever they're doing over. I mean, I know they have two of the top three players, but still, like <laughs> that's a good
2: point. That's a, hey somebody in it somebody in a Chat said, I want JJ Reddick. And to my answer to that is, we already got him. Is Landry Shamit.
0: Yeah. I'm a, I'm I'm a JJ Reddick fan. And once we got Landry Shamit, I was like, well, there goes that because this there guy does go. the same thing. Same comes thing. Off screens, hits the threes, athletic. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So. Yep. And younger.
2: Younger. 24. Yep. Yeah. Younger.
0: And younger as well. So. Um. Anything else before we get out of here, Flex? God, this is fun to get to talk ball with you, man. Man, this this went, yo, this went, pod. this
2: went too fast, man. Well, it's because you've been doing it for a while? <laughs> yeah, this, this this went too fast, man. I'm looking at the clock. I'm seeing 59. I'm like, damn, man. I don't. I, I could go another hour with y'all guys. I love y'all guys.
0: <laughs> no, listen. We well, we'll definitely have you back on, man.
2: Let's do it, man. You know, yeah. for you, for you guys, anything, man. Listen. Last thing I want to say is, man. Um, this was a great year. We 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 talked about that. Let's get behind this basketball team. This is sustained. We're looking at sustained success. I believe, I believe in this basketball team. I believe that this basketball team is going to be uh, the best team in the Western conference this year. Um, I believe we got better. I believe we're going to get better. I believe that we have finally, we have ownership, the front office, the coaching staff and the players all aligned collectively um, to get this job done and last thing I'll say is shout out to my man Larry Fitzgerald, man. Listen to me. <laughs> Don't sleep on Larry Fitzgerald, man. Larry Fitzgerald has a voice in the room and is starting to pay dividends. That's all I'll say. Okay. Some people are the Cowboys. Some some <laughs> <or what>? hey, <laughs> you know, I'm be, hey guys, let me tell y'all something, man. Um I, I'm impressed with what I'm hearing from Larry, man. Um, he's very engaged, very involved um he's, he's he's there's a reason why he ain't playing football let me just no. Say I, hear one, I hear you i hear that's
0: fantastic I mean, though man he, we love larry yeah La-
2: larry's doing a great job he's got the ear of the players he's got the ear of the owner he is an owner um he's in all the meetings he's talking he's making the right phone calls people respect him and so um this is this is this is evolving into something that is is pretty cool man so like i said uh don't sleep on Larry, man. We got we got a good thing going in Phoenix right now, man. Let's just run it back. Hell yeah. Let's run it back.
0: Do it again. And we'll run it back with you, Flex. We'll get you back on here sooner rather than later. You know, especially, you know, we like doing our, our jamming with uh, Flex sessions here. You know, it's, it's definitely an honor to have you. Can you tell everybody where they can follow you, uh, watch you? I know you've taken a break a little bit from doing all of the millions of things that you were doing this last season, <laughs> which, which has got to be nice. But uh, tell everyone yeah. where they can follow you.
2: You can check me out on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Flex from Jersey. You can check me out on KSRN, Casual Sports Radio Network. Catch me on the Believe Podcast Network, the Phoenix Suns Believe Podcast. I still got the Coast to Coast Podcast with my man Dan Duarte that we're trying to revitalize here. Um, and when the season starts, always on 98.7 Post Game Show, my man got uh, John Bloom. And uh, whenever y'all need me, man. I love you guys, man. Um, just just hit me up and I'm on with y'all, man. I wish we can go another hour, guys. <laughs> yeah, thank we'll, you. Dude.
0: We'll, yeah, we'll have you back soon and do another hour like it's nothing again. So this reminder to everybody who is watching to go ahead, subscribe if you're watching on YouTube. If you're listening to the podcast, please subscribe wherever you're at. If you're on Apple Podcasts, give us a five star review. And if you write, if you actually write that review, we'll read it right here on the pod, like this one right here. Five stars from totally not so says Jay. Says five stars. <laughs> I just want you to read. I just want you to read my v- review on the show. But seriously, you guys rock. Maybe so says oh. Jay. So we appreciate that, Justin. Great job with you guys fan fanning the flames. Uh, looking looking forward <laughs> to you, hanging Jeff. out with everybody. Everybody once again. Uh, Matthew, you want to tell everyone where they can follow you?
1: Yeah, Matthew Lucy All right,
0: cool. so <laughs> I'm, I'm at Darth Voida. Everybody have a great night, Matthew. Say goodbye to the folks. Yeah,
1: go home and love your family.
0: Yeah, take care, everybody. See you.